0: Hello, and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on another sunny day in the Capitol. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today we're joined by S.J. Hunt of the Parody Trust, who will be joining our conversation on leadership. We always ensure that we have two distinct perspectives on leadership, and so today we'll also be joined later in the program by Sir Jeff Hurst. However, first and foremost, we're joined by S.J. Hunt, Chief Executive of the Parity Trust. Parity Trust provides secured loans and mortgages, which support homeowners as well as those looking to purchase a property. S.J., hello. Hello. How are you today? Good, thank you. Excellent. Well, maybe we should dive right in. Firstly, what does the word leader mean to you?
1: It's a very subjective term, I always think. Um... It's a decision-maker, um, somebody that leads from the front, um, provides a positive culture and a clear vision for a team, and is brave and not afraid to be different.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um, what is your personal leadership style?
1: Again, that's rather subjective. as um, Other people in my team might, might uh, say this isn't the case, but from my point of view, I feel like I'm a good listener. I'm very sensitive to my team. I'm very keen on a positive mental health in the environment. I delegate. I think that's really important to empower your team and to delegate. I stay very calm, even under strain. I hope I'm inspirational um, and very approachable. I very much have an open door policy. Mm. And I would never ask anybody to do anything I wouldn't be prepared to do myself.
0: So communication is very important for you.
1: Absolutely. From the top right down, whether it's with your board member, whether it's with your PA, whether it's um, with another team member who's working remotely, you have to make sure everybody feels included and is brought along with the, in the journey that you're taking the entire company on.
0: How do you go about empowering your workforce?
1: I encourage um, CPD. Um, I encourage learning i um encourage my team to look at things, so i I don't have that dictatorial approach mm-hmm. um People can bring things to me and i'm I'm not afraid of somebody coming to me and saying, I, I don't get this or I don't understand it. Quite happy to explain things a hundred times if necessary to to get the message across, but to to make sure that people have been brought in together and and that they feel that they're having their take included and their views included in that journey of the organization.
0: So a rather collaborative approach.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think the the best way to get increased productivity out of your team and buy-in so that we can move along together is by collaborating.
0: Now, is there a particular leader that you have personally worked with or for uh, that has impacted you in the way that you carry about your uh, business?
1: um i suppose that's again that that's something that um it could be a teacher it could it could be um a fellow business leader in in my case actually um it's a, a friend of mine unfortunately died last year mm-hmm. uh he was an enormous inspiration to me he was always um always had time for everybody um he was very high up in, in his world um And knew a whole array of people. He was a fantastic leader. He never dictated and only ever made suggestions. He was incredibly humble, um, but very um, inspirational. Always um, encouraged um, the people around him to take a chance and to to give it a go, which um, was a wonderful thing to see, not only on myself, but you could see him portray that into other people as well.
0: Well, that's an outstanding way to be remembered. Um, what leaders particularly inspire you and why?
1: Well, there are, on the sort of world stage, uh, uh, people like Obama and Thatcher, um, particularly inspirational, especially Thatcher, who was, um, as the first female leader in this country at a, at a time when I was, um, very influenced by people. I was very young at the time. They both broke through barriers and, um, that to me made me feel like things like that were possible um, outside of the political world um somebody like Sir Clive Woodward and uh, his captain at the time, Martin Johnson, during the two thousand and four Rugby World Cup, mm. hugely inspirational the way they brought that team together and made it made it work um as numbers um that everybody had such a buy in um and a completely different way to to look at a sport to make it succeed as a team. Um, the Queen, Her Majesty um, what a dignified lady mm. um, she's had to go through so much in the public eye gone through so many transitions in the world and yet she's been um, a voice of calm and um, continuity that um, has been hugely inspirational to me
0: Now uh, the big question um, if you had to choose objectively the greatest leader, living or dead who would that be?
1: Well, I mean it'd have to be Her Majesty. Um for for the reasons that I've just said, she's 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 had to overcome so much in, in such public scrutiny mm. um and and live her live her life in front of all of us. But inspire us and, and provide us with that that calm and that continuity and that that way, that I, in this culture that we we live in in the United Kingdom, and I think that um, that can't have been easy. Um, and yet, she's shown us it's possible.
0: Now, has Her Majesty's uh, leadership style uh, been put into place in your uh, daily routine? Uh, does she serve as a uh, as an example for the way you conduct?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You can by by staying calm. She's always put whether she stayed calm behind the scenes, of course one doesn't know. <laughs> but to to in, in show that you can be like that, has um, has made me um think about the calmness and and taking on different uh viewpoints before making a decision. Um and and being dignified in the way one projects oneself and one undertakes their business um and take and takes the team forward. Absolutely.
0: Now what is your advice for the next generation of emerging leaders?
1: Uh, keep learning, never be satisfied, um keep innovating, keep evol- evolving, give back to the community, volunteer for boards. It's, it's so rewarding. Um and you get to meet a whole different set of people um potentially outside of your um your sector and that is another way of learning and another way of um your own self-development. Self so keep pushing yourself with your networks and um, believe in yourself, be brave, have the courage of your convictions and smile. It's a wonderful journey to go on to be a leader and it's a um, very humbling experience.
0: Now tell me, um, in your own life, if you could speak to yourself a decade ago, what leadership qualities would you tell yourself to embrace uh, or to stay away from?
1: um don't worry about other people judging you that that's a way of life and that will always happen believe in yourself um lead by example anything is possible and and go for it be brave push yourself outside of your comfort zone it's worth it
0: well on that note i'm afraid uh we need to uh move on but sj it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you uh i very much look forward to working with you again in the future Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. Uh, Well, that was S.J. Hunt, Chief Executive of the Parody Trust. And now joining us is Jonathan White with Sir Geoff Hurst.
2: Uh, We're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Geoff Hurst, Uh, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh,
3: You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. That's griping or moaning about the system. And if you've got people like that in the organization, one thing I have learned, and I've taken on my life and my family, you've got somebody in a group that doesn't want to be part of it, you you get them out. And Alf I think was was quite ruthless of that in his staff. And I think that's one thing I one of the most serious things I think I've learnt over a long period
2: of time. And is there do you think uh uh, well, you, always, I I can you, you want to tell you if
3: you want. You got time? I can tell I you. If you want.
2: Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was uh,
3: doing a, a at a dinner in, in the Channel Lions three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honour. On this occasion, I was speaking for about twenty minutes, then allowing uh, questions from the audience at the end of the evening. And there was usual football questions, and then all of a sudden, I heard a I heard somebody at the back who. Luck. That's absolutely show. He would be the best example, of course, in in football terms today. Uh, Easily, easily. And of course, going back not that long ago, Alex Ferguson is just absolutely, Mm. you've got to take him as the first example because Klopp's only done this for a period of time, a short period of time. But if you look at the 25, 26, 27 years that Alex Ferguson did with Manchester United, and subsequently, since he's gone, how they've Hard nosed professionals, good good teammates, mm. good socially, and that's why we kept in touch with each other on our golf days every year uh, up until about five years ago. Of course, with, with the sadly yes. dwindling numbers, we we still got on. Our wives got on all together. All those years later, it didn't just finish after sixty six. That reunion, that camaraderie, that team spirit, the. Mm. Um, uh,